Hey everyone, welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. And today we are doing sharing is caring. Okay, we're looking at the sharing economy business model and why it is a model that can set you free. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. So Brandon, as usual, is here. He's excited. He's pumped. He's had his cup of tea that I can't even describe what was in there, Um, (laughs) but he's ready to go on this one. So sharing economy, is it just a fad or is it something that's to stay? Uh, I think it's definitely to stay. I think that prices are getting extremely high for for people. And with the just the ease of apps and websites, we can literally make money by sharing our things. Um, I mean, Airbnb has been around for a while. We did a podcast on Toro. And so there is a great deal. I mean, I, whenever it's funny, I just literally had someone the other day come back from renting my car and uh, I made like $200 for the week, uh, maybe five days. And she was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I'm telling all my friends that Toro is amazing. It's so much cheaper than uh, a rental car. And it's a great way to meet new people. And I was like, yeah, it's really cool because, and I was like, how did you hear about it? She's like, actually the uh, budget rental car uh, told me I should go to Toro because um, they didn't have any cars for me because of the supply chains and uh, all that. They couldn't. They didn't have any cars for anyone. So she uh, had to use an app and use Toro and rented my car. And I made money. She got a discount because she wasn't paying all the ridiculous fees that you had to pay with a rental car service. And um, she literally just had to drive to my house and get the car and then leave, go on her trip uh, to Corpa Christi and then come back and then drop it off. And she didn't really, I mean, just like a rental car service. And it was for me, I got paid. I didn't have to do anything. Instead of it just sitting in my front yard, I was actually making money from my car and I didn't have to drive for Uber. I didn't have to drive for Lyft. I literally just made passive income where someone came to my house, picked up my car and then left. And that's as easy as it was. We have a whole podcast on Toro. If you want to uh, go and watch or listen to that podcast, I highly recommend it because we go deeper into the topic. But I want to go over a few different uh, products that you can use, like Airbnb, which is so Toro is like, or sorry, Airbnb is like the Toro of, or vice versa. Airbnb is for houses where you rent out a house for the weekend so that you can, you know, stay for a, a vacation or for a bachelorette or bachelor party or whatever that is that you're um, doing in a house. And then Toro is like the Airbnb of cars where you rent out your car for the weekend for people on vacation for when their car needs to be in repair, they can rent out your car for uh, whatever reason. And so I like both of these services, but a third one is Fat Llama. And many people probably haven't heard of Fat Llama. Um, I actually found this a few years ago, but it's a service where you can rent out your electronics. And so if you have, say, a 
um, a record or a uh, like a old school record player that you want for vinyl and people want to use that, you can rent that out. If you have a drone that is just sitting in your garage, then you can rent that out to other people. If you have a laptop, I actually had a few uh, Chromebooks that were on there and people were like, hey, can, uh, can I rent that? And I actually sold it on Craig's, uh, on Facebook Marketplace a few years ago. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot I had that on there. And so I took that off. So um, there are so many ways to, to actually use the share economy to make money. I had a guy who I actually know, Spencer, um, Spencer, he's on uh, YouTube. You probably know him from doing scam reports, but he just started getting into Toro because he rents, he bought a Tesla and people like Teslas to test drive before. And so they'll go on Toro, they'll rent Teslas to test them out and see if it's a car that they actually want to uh, use. And then they'll actually go buy the car. They won't buy the car. So you can test drive cars in a sense for the weekend by going on Toro versus going to a dealership. Mm-hmm. And so in doing so, you can make a substantial amount of money. Like my car, I have an old 2015 Prius, and uh, it makes me about, ele- I think, 1000 to $1,100 a month completely passive. I really don't have to do anything. I don't have to pay for gas because every time they uh, fill it up, they, um, or every time I rent it out, they have to fill it up to the full amount because it's where it sits at on Airbnb. You can literally rent out your spare bedroom. You can rent out uh, another uh, house if you uh, have rental properties for short-term rentals because these are all ways you can make money and passive income from uh, your stuff that you have. And what's great is those people are paying down your debts. And so for me, I don't have a, a car payment anymore, but my car payment was, I believe, around $248 or so. I don't remember the exact figures as a few years ago, but my car makes five times that, uh, four to five times that, then um, my my lease, not my lease, but my um, payment on my car, my debt service. And so if I'm making five times as much as what the debt service is, then they're, they're essentially paying it off five times as quick. And that money doesn't come out of my pocket. Plus, since it's a business expense, I get to write off the miles and all the other expenses like my oil changes, uh, car washes, all that is a write-off. Same thing with uh, Airbnb. If you're renting out part of your home, you can obviously talk to your tax uh, professional, but you can write off certain aspects of your house. So all these things you can use uh, as a way to, one, increase your cash flow, but also decrease your expenses because you get to write them off uh, as taxes. And so I love the sharing economy. I've been actually, since there's a supply chain right now issue, I've been talking to different dealers on if I if they have other Priuses because I would love to buy another Prius to rent out because it is a cash flowing machine. Plus, like I said, I get to I literally don't have to pay I pretty much don't have to pay any taxes on that money because the miles outweigh the money that I make on the the write offs on the miles outweigh the money that I make. So it literally is like I'm negative money on my. Uh, rental car because of the, the write-offs. And so all that cash, I really just get to pocket. 
And so using the sharing economy, you can make quite a bit of money. Nice. Okay. So we've got like, obviously, we've got the houses, the Airbnb stuff that which obviously a lot of people are turning those into businesses, aren't they? Like even for instance, if you take a look at um like you can go to find other people's houses that like uh, are up for rent and then you can take over that lease, can't you? And then you can Airbnb out. So you don't have to own a home, but you right. can find situations where you can effectively like sublet um, yeah. as long as obviously the owner is okay with that. Um, so you don't have to try and like save yourself up to buy this this property first. People are going into, especially like apartments in cities, like, right, I'll rent this house out for you or I'll rent this off for you. And obviously they turn it into this this Airbnb scenario. So like, leveraging the sharing economy can also, especially in that instance, like it's basically like no money down as long as you make the money for the rent, which obviously it, you, you just need to know your market. And know that right. you actually can, can do that. So go back into the market research. But like leveraging like other people's houses that you don't own, or for instance, like cars, like if people go away for months on end, hey, do you mind if I rent out your car or like I'll like bring you some income? Obviously, all these different things like you can leverage. So that's sharing upon sharing. Um yeah. So I'll give you an example. I'm glad you actually brought that up about renting out uh apartments. So we would when we go to the USC games we would go to a apartment community and it was a uh, just a regular apartment that you would uh, rent normally as a person. And that uh, a lady that we rented from, from, uh, from Airbnb, she would literally go to these luxury apartments. She would take out a lease, a yearly lease with them and pay their, you know, $1,200 a month or whatever it was, probably not that cheap, probably closer to 2200 for a one-bedroom apartment in LA. But she would then charge us like $300 a night to stay there. And so one weekend would pretty much pay for her, or two weekends would pay for her lease. And then all the other money was uh, cash flow for her. And so in doing so, she didn't, all she had to do was get into a lease and then pay the lease, but we were essentially paying the lease. So she didn't have any of the maintenance really because the maintenance was taken care of um, from the apartment community. She just had to hire a uh, cleaning crew to clean out uh, every you know every uh, weekend or whoever after the person stayed there. So she didn't have to put a large down a down payment. She didn't have to go through a credit. Um, she might have to do a credit check, but it wasn't like as, ex- as extreme as being uh, a, a landlord or going through the whole mortgage um, process. And so she was subleasing. The only risk with that is, so my wife was a property manager and she would go on Airbnb and look and search for her um, community. And if they found that someone was renting on Airbnb, then they would serve them an eviction notice. So you need to obviously know what is cordial and what's allowed and what's not allowed. So you can do that, but just understand the risks that are involved with that. Um, That is possible. I've actually gone on Craigslist or was it Craigslist or maybe Facebook Marketplace and look for people who were uh, selling their cars and ask them if I could, um, instead of make payments on a car and essentially buy it from them and then rent it out on Toro. So I'm actually going to probably start doing that again because the supply chain is quite low. So I might be able to pick up a few um, 
uh, car rentals, in a sense, and add them to my fleet of cars. So that's uh, kind of a way to do that is you can do leases. And then obviously from either from people or from, uh, from uh, car companies. Uh, so, but with a lease, you have to obviously understand the miles and how many miles you can put on the car. So you got to know what, what works and what doesn't. That's why I just like buying cars and buying houses because then I don't have to worry about, um, uh, kind of the middleman if I'm going to be charged extra for, um, one or be evicted for doing, um, subletting in a sense. So obviously know the rules and the regulations and laws that are uh, involved with all that. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can literally, like you said, borrow someone else's car and rent it to other people and make money or rent an apartment and then take that apartment and then turn it around and turn it on Airbnb, especially if it's like in a nice area that is focused on kind of a tourism so like LA was very a tourist place. Um, near the beach is usually a big touristy place. So if you can rent a house um, from a landlord and then turn around and put it on Airbnb, that's a, definitely a way to do it also. So there are so many ways to make money within the sharing economy. You just need to play within the guidelines or buy your own assets and then rent them out on these sharing uh, apps like Toro, um, like Airbnb, Fat Llama. All of these are great websites that you can use. And I'm sure there's plenty other websites also. I think you've nailed it, mate. I think you've absolutely nailed it. Um, so, guys, obviously, if you have enjoyed obviously today's episode, 100%, please like, subscribe, follow, etc. Um, obviously, it'd be greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, obviously, take a look and see if obviously any of these sharing economies apply to you. Whether you can make some additional income, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to that latest episode of the Passive Buddies podcast. I hope you absolutely loved it and took so much value from it that you can go and make a difference in your life, in your finances, in your family's life. If you want to know more and if you want to connect with us on a more personal level, ask some questions, learn step-by-step how to make passive income online and the marketing strategies behind it, then there is a link to our free group below. Definitely click that link join the free facebook group and let's connect and let's help you get to your next steps see you on the next episode guys